What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. And today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the number one way to build relationships and open up doors and opportunities for you. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. All right, everyone, what is up? We are back and I'm recording on my new platform called Riverside. If you haven't heard of Riverside, Riverside is um, it's like Zoom, but it's really great for podcasters because it allows you to um, record in high quality, which I'm just getting used to the platform. It's a bit harder to use than Zoom, but um, last, last podcast I did, it was probably our first time where I'm like, man, I'm really happy with the quality. So slowly getting there, but um, I'm starting, I'm slowly starting to like this platform more and more. At the start, I, I was like, it was annoying me, but we're getting there. Um, Courtney, my wife, and my son, our son, Louis, they're in a different state at the moment. They're in Sydney, um, and they've been up there for like two weeks. I was up there for a little bit, but I had to come back for work, and I'm heading up there tomorrow again, so I'm excited. I mean, two weeks is a long time. Um, Louis's currently five months old. That's a big gap because I've never been away from that long, and even Courtney, we're always together. So two weeks, it has been such a long time. Um, so I'm really missing him. I'm so excited to see them. In, in the space of two weeks, Louis's grown so much. I've noticed like Courtney does FaceTime with me and sends me videos and he's like, he's grown and he's, he's like laughing so much more and like just in a short amount of time, how much they change. Um, there's been some really good things that have come out of this because I've been here by myself, which you know, who do I spend my most time with? I mean, Courtney, we're, we're together so much and obviously Louis beside us. So because that they haven't been there, I've, I've done things that I normally wouldn't have, wouldn't have done because I've just had time by myself. And one thing on the weekend, just gone, I went to go for a surf with one of my mates. Um, we didn't actually get in the water. Well, we got in the water, but we basically pulled out the surf was so big um (laughs) that we didn't go in Uh, and there was no one in the water it was it was massive and we were like walking in the water and just the waves even breaking on the shore were huge um and we were in an area that we weren't really familiar with like we hadn't surfed there before and we tried to look at a few spots but we ended up just going, you know what, there's a, probably a good chance if we go in there that we're going to die. So um, luckily, and you know what, we, th- we, we, were, we were smart enough to say no because like we sometimes we do push ourselves and we, you know, I've got into tricky situations with surf before and my mate, um, I've, actually, I've nearly seen him die at once because he, um, he got kind of caught up against this uh, big set of rocks and the waves kept on coming through and they just didn't stop and he ended up surviving but like you know we've we've had moments yeah it's a dangerous sport when you push yourself so basically 
didn't went all the way, driven drove out there, which was probably about an hour and fifteen minutes, and drove around, and we just didn't get in. Um, but uh, I came home that day, and I'm like, you know what? I've got to walk sunny, and it's a really nice day. It's a nice sunny day. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to walk sunny through the, our town. And there's a wine bar that I, you know, I go to every now and then just to have a beer. And I hadn't been there in a long time. I hadn't had a beer there in probably in about a year or so. And I thought, you know, I'll walk sunny. And you know what? If the kind of the vibe is okay, I'll have a beer. So I walked past there and the vibe was okay. And there's like, there's all these tables out the front of the um, the wine bar and because I've got Sunny I sit out the front right and I sat down and you know it's an easy place to meet people usually because you just kind of start you know you just you have you know you just start up a conversation with people but what they've done since lockdown they've kind of changed the setup out the front what it used to be was kind of like a group of seats and everyone just sits together um, but what they've got now is they've got this extender part and now there's separate tables. So I'm like sitting at a table by myself type thing. So it was a little, a little bit harder to, to meet people. But I, um, I saw this as soon as I walked into the wine bar, I saw this guy sitting down at one of the outside tables and there's like an older guy, probably, I don't know, he looked in his 70s or so. And I, he caught my attention and I sat down at the basically the end of the wine bar. This is out the front, right? And I'm looking around. I've got my beer and I'm sitting there and the sun's, you know, shining on my face. And I'm just like, oh, this is good. But I'm like, I'd love someone to talk to because <laughs> everyone else at the tables are, um, you know, full of people. And I'm sitting there with Sonny. And yeah, people walk past and pat Sonny and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know what? Who can I speak to? And I kind of chatted to a couple of people next to me for a little bit they ended up leaving but then I looked around and there's that guy that I noticed when I walked in at the start this older gentleman um, and he's sitting at the table by himself and I thought you know what this guy I can chat to him not normally the type of demographic you could say I normally would speak to people probably closer to my age but uh, I was out of options. <laughs> so out of options, here's the only dude sitting at a table by himself and everyone else kind of looked like they were in little couples and stuff like that in groups and like, I'm not going to ruin people's party. So I walked up to him and I said, you look a little bit like me. You're looking like a guy that's at a table having a beer by himself looking for someone to chat to. That was my opening line. And he said... He goes, oh, well, you know, I, I chat to people, but not really. I'm okay by myself. <laughs> and I said, well, uh, I said, are you open to speaking to a stranger? And he goes, yeah, of course. And I said, all right, I'll go get my, my dog and I'll, I'll bring him back and I'll, I'll sit down and have a beer with you. Long story short, right, mind you, I know I've been talking about this for five minutes now, but... Um, you know, I don't know if I could do the long story short. I kind of need to keep telling this story, but I, I'm going to be careful not to go too deep into it because I can talk probably for the next half an hour about this. Anyway, I started chatting to this guy, right? And I said, oh, you know, um, you know, where do you live? And like, he's a local guy just like me. And I, held, I said, how long have you lived here for? He said, about 20 years. He goes, I grew up in Williamstown. Williamstown is a town next to us. And I said, oh, yeah. And he kind of said a few things. Now, my parents grew up in Williamstown. And I just kept on like asking 
questions. And then you wouldn't believe it. Turns out this guy went to high school with my dad and actually played in a footy side, played footy with my dad. Uh, My dad's passed away. So um, how I realized that because he said, yeah, I grew up in Weemstown and then I asked him, like, when were you born? What year? And he said, 51. And my dad was born in 51. I said, you might know my dad. He's like, who's your dad? And I said, Ron Page. And he's like, Pagey. He goes, mate. And he started telling me all these stories um, about my dad, which I never knew. And I ended up, um, I ended up speaking to this guy, probably having about six beers with him and speaking to this guy for hours and hours and hours and just finding out about him. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, 70, what is he now? So he'll be 71 years old, this guy. Um, and just talking to him about his life. Um, he's had multiple businesses and he's been everything. He owned a motel to he uh, ran a pub. The, he actually ran, if you're from uh, Victoria here, you might know, he ran the Corner Hotel in Richmond, which is a kind of famous pub. He ran that at a, at a point which my band played at back in the day. Um, he had his own like sausage making business, <laughs> made sausages. Um, he had all this random stuff and it was like, I was just like, and I said this to him, I said, look, I'm, I'm quite amazed that how you've just given things a go. What I find in general um, is a lot of us in our generation is we play it safe. We just like, you know what, we're too worried that if we try and go for something and it doesn't work out, it's almost like, oh, my life's over and it's failed. But listening to his story about how he moved around and, you know, he didn't just stay in around uh, Melbourne. He moved to the country and he moved back to Melbourne and he moved to another place in the country and he changed businesses. And mind you, like completely different businesses, yeah, some of them, like not even related to each other. And I was just kind of like, it made me just think about just like a little bit about me but just more to do with people in general where I just feel that, there's so much more to life that we we can experience if we just was open to the risk of it. But mind you, it's like regardless, a lot of those businesses that guy was talking about didn't work out. He was still sitting there at the table having a beer. Yeah, a happy dude. And everything was like worked out for him. Hey, maybe he didn't make as much money as he hoped and wished he would or whatever it was. Maybe I'm sure he would have done things differently. But there he was after all of his life at 71 years old, having a chat to me, which is, you know, one of his mates, his son, yeah, chatting to his mate from high school, chatting to his bloody son um, 50-odd years later. And I just like was – he was blown away and then I was kind of blown away and – um, another thing happened is one of my mates walked by and I said hello to him and turns out that my mate's dad also was one of his good mates. It was just crazy. There's all this like crazy stuff going on and it was like, Courtney, I spoke to my wife Courtney and she said it's, it's a sign. It was my dad. Yeah. And it was weird because I noticed this guy out of everyone who I walked in the wine bar, he, he stood out to me straight away and it was almost like something pulling me towards him. So... 
I've been kind of wanting to do an episode on this for maybe a couple of months, but, um, you know, me meeting, which his name was Mick, his name is Mick, um, meeting Mick, I was just like, you know, I'm going to do this episode and which is talking about the power of actually being around people and meeting people. I just want to quickly jump in and talk about a program of ours called The Leading Coach, which helps coaches grow a six-figure-a-year business organically. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making, on average, between zero and $5,000 a month, and you want to learn how to get more clients and take your business to the next level, and you've been following us for a little bit and you just love our style and our approach and what we're all about, then right now you can join the waiting list to The Leading Coach. Now, we only open up enrollments to TLC a few times a year. So um, by joining the waiting list, basically you'll be put on a notification list and be notified of when we open the doors next. And you'll also be one of the first that gets access to the Leading Coach program page, which includes all the details about what's in it, what it includes, and all the information so you can make a decision um, about whether the program is exactly what you need or not. Uh, So the link to join the waiting list is lukepage.com.au forward slash TLC. I'll also pop that link in the show notes as well. So anyway, let's get back to the episode. Uh, another thing that happened is the sun went down and we're still having our beers. And then um, Mick met one of his one of his mates. Ended up going to the wine bar, and he introduced me to this guy. And his name was Michael. And Michael was actually he's an architect, and he was the person who designed the very first McCafe. <laughs> and I don't know if McCafes are over and I, I quickly Googled it before and it looks like it is overseas in the States, but depending where you live, um, I'll just explain if you don't know what it is. We have them in Australia, um, obviously McDonald's. And then I think maybe 20 years ago, they started putting cafes attached to McDonald's just because it was a trend. Everyone's getting their coffee and everything like that. And McDonald's um, are great at that. McDonald's always evolved with the times and what they did is they added a little cafe section to their restaurants and I, th- I think now I went into a McDonald's maybe a couple of weeks ago and they, 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 uh, they're more kind of blending the, the actual traditional Macca's restaurant with the cafe now, it's kind of all in one but it used to be separate um, and this guy designed the very first McCafes roughly 20 years ago I think it was. Um, and that's crazy. And I just like met this dude because I said hello to a stranger. And then he basically said, Hey, here's my friend, Michael. He's an architect. And, you know, I got talking to him and he designed the first body McCafe, which is a pretty big thing. Right. And then when that architect was leaving, because I told him about what I do and everything like that, he said, he goes, look, I don't, he goes, off the top of my head, I'm not aware of anyone that I know in your business because you're, you know, I'm, I'm this old architect, right? And you're this new age little kid. I don't know anyone right now off the top of my head that um, could help you out there. But, um, you know, it, when it comes to the, the, archit- the building and design and the architect scene, um, man, if you ever need a connection, he goes, I'm, mate, call me up straight away. He goes, oh, you're, an, you're a really awesome person. He goes, you're a great listener. Um, you know, I've really enjoyed speaking to you. And when I left that kind of that day of meeting these, you know, two awesome dudes, which I mean, they're just everyday people at the end of the day. Yeah. 
And I just, but what I did, I was just, I found out and I asked questions and I asked questions and I, and I was just with curiosity and interest asking about their history. I don't know why, but I just like wanted to know about these people here, these strangers and asking about everything, about what they've done in their life. Yeah. And it made me leave that the next day and kind of wake up feeling pretty full, like my cup was full, like it was this really great connection. Um, but also the importance of meeting people. I think what happens right now, and this is the key difference that I learned from that generation. So you got these, you know, people in their 70s compared to now. They haven't grown up with the internet as such, right? As in, you know, I'm 35, so I've had an offline world and an online world. I've had a life before the internet and, and social media, and I've also had a life where internet and social media has become life. That generation of people have grown up with, and there's been no internet, no social media, and a lot of them struggle to really kind of grasp what it's all about now. But what it used to be before there was an internet, before we had our computers and our phones, you know, attached to us, how they did it is they got out there and they met people. <laughs> there was no social media, so you'd go to the pub or you'd go to the football or you'd walk down to the shops and you'd meet people face to face. And if you wanted to grow a business, you had to walk from shop to shop, business to business, make contact with the next person. And it was all about face-to-face -face interaction and connection. Um, and look, that's great. And the great thing about where we live is that now that we're online, um, I can make contact and connection at a far higher rate than say they, Mick would. Mick could have back in his day. And I can reach people on the other side of the world very simply like he wouldn't be able to. The downside, the downside is that I think, and this is what I've observed, is that we've become a little bit too reliant on our computers and our phones and hiding behind it. We've become way too reliant. We've become way too comfortable. And what we've stopped doing is putting ourselves out there. It's almost like, hey, the only way to grow our business and make connections with people is through online and social media. And yeah, of course, that's one way. But I wanted to do this episode to inspire you to get out there and start meeting people and not just to build your business. Of course, do that. But just to get some real connection back in your life. Um, get some real connection because no matter what you do, when you are doing things through a computer, it's not real, real connection. You're blocked by a screen. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's stopping you from the real connection. There's nothing like having someone face-to-face -face with you. Now, I've been working at a co-working space for a few months now. And one of the reasons why I started working in a co-working space was because I wanted to start. I was so sick of doing things online. Yeah, everything was online. Everything. Every sort of connection I had, apart from like, you know, my friends and family, is basically like, and walking past strangers, is basically like everything online. And I was just getting so sick of it. And you would have experienced through lockdowns and COVID, right? 
so sick of just sitting behind a computer. And I said, you know what? I'm getting out there. I'm putting myself out there. I'm going to be meeting people just like back in the day, right? Back in the day where, you know, not everything could be done from your, your living room. Um, so, you know, I've met some really great people. And it's funny because in the last three months, I have made more contacts than I have in the last three years. And, um, you know, these contacts have... And then through this through the co-working space, these contacts have led led to um, friendships. They've uh, led to doors being opening opened up, which is helping my business. They've led to um, referral. I got a referral from one of the guys that I met in the co-working space um, a, a number of months ago. Last week, he gave me a referral for a client. Um, so. This is the great thing about when you meet people face-to-face. Now, the huge benefit of doing this face-to-face thing is that you go to the front of the line. And this is what I was saying to the architect. I was saying that it's interesting because, you know, you and I have just met, Michael, and we've only been chatting for like an hour or so. But it's almost like as he was talking about how you know, he gets about 10, 15 emails a day of people trying to sell him something, yeah? And I was telling him my approach on how I do that. I said, the key is, is that you've got to know what everyone else is doing, how they're reaching out. You've got to be aware of what they do and you have to do things the opposite way because if you do things the exact same way as everyone else, what will happen is that you're just going to blend in and you won't stand out. So if I know that everyone's sending a a cold outreach email and they're saying something like, hey, Michael, blah, 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 what I'll do is I will flip the email completely or I'll send them a video or something like that because I know that that's not what he's receiving and then what I do is I go to the front of the line and I stand out. Now that's email. Now when it comes to social media, which I know that you're using to grow your business, social media is the highest, highest competition that you can ever get when it comes to fighting for attention social media you're never going to get a higher higher place to fight for attention so right now you're trying to grow your business and you're competing in a market that has more competition than any other platform or place or environment in the whole world so think about this you're putting out content and if you're doing instagram for example over a hundred million posts shared every single day you're putting out your content you're like trying to get your audience's attention and guess what there's a hundred million other posts trying to get your audience's attention so what it means is that your content has to be so good your message has to be so sharp and on point in order to stand out and get someone to stop and actually listen to what you have to say that's social media which means that you have to be an absolute weapon and gun when it comes to marketing and selling. Now, you're a coach. You're probably not the best marketer and seller. You have been trained to be a coach. You haven't trained to be a marketer, marketer and seller. But when you're using social media, you're competing in a game where you need to be a marketing and selling expert. And that's the truth. And if you're like most coaches, you're probably relying and only relying on social media. That's it, to do your marketing and selling. What if you did that and you kept doing that, 
but you also looked at how else could I possibly grow an audience, get clients, meet people. And this is where the get off your bum, get out of your house and go meet people is what I'm really focusing on right now. And I'm really starting to see the benefits of it. I've only been doing it for a few months, but I know that, hey, once I keep on doing this thing, it's just going to compound and grow and grow and grow. And more and more doors are going to be opened up for me. So meeting people face-to-face, getting this, putting yourself out there and getting into situations and environments and groups of people where they're like-minded and they can possibly open up doors for you and your business. So the question is, how are you going to do that? Well, co-working space, that's what I use. Yeah, Maybe you don't have a co-working space around where you live. Well, guess what? Figure it out. I've had someone say that, oh, but I live here and I can't do this. I'm like, cool, that's your objection. Everyone's got some sort of objection or challenge and your challenge is just to figure it out. You know what? Building a business is nothing but challenges. If you need to do something but you've got something in the way stopping you, you can't just say, oh, but this is stopping me. You can't say that anymore. If you're actually serious about growing your business, you have to figure out how to get past these challenges and struggles. You've got to stop saying that, oh, but I've got this, you know, it's not going to work for me because of this. Seriously, this has got to stop. You've got to learn how to get past your, tr- your challenges and struggles. That's all it is. Growing your business is every single day challenges and struggles. And you just got to get past them. You're a professional problem solver. That's it. So if the co-working space for you, you don't have one in your local area, cool. Where else could you possibly meet people in your local area? Maybe you have to travel two hours. Yeah. I don't know. But just figure it out because I'm sure someone in this world has figured it out. I'm sure that the business owner or the coach, the thought leader that you want to be, that maybe someone you looked up to, yeah, or look up to now, I'm sure they figured it out. The failing coaches didn't figure it out. They found excuses. So where are you sitting right now? So that's it. This is the episode. I wanted to... um, I wanted to share my little story about meeting Mick. But ultimately, this is here to say it's time to stop relying on everything online. Get out there and meet more people. Meet more people for two reasons. Meet more people, actually, you know what, for three reasons. Meet for number one is for your own true connection. Just be curious about people. And be open to meeting strangers. Um, now, I love going out and look, I'm, I'm the type of person that will do this type of stuff. And I get it. Not everyone's kind of like me, right? You know, I'll walk up, happily walk up to a stranger and, and have a chat to them. But saying this is that, you know, I wasn't born this way, yeah? Like my Courtney, my wife, like, will say, you know, you, that's what you're like, Luke. But sorry, I, I'm pushing up against that is that I wasn't born this way. I have pushed myself to become comfortable at this. And I know that if you're not comfortable doing this, I know that you can become comfortable doing this. Yes, it's uncomfortable and a little bit scary. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit awkward at times, but just give it a go. Walk up to a stranger and say hello. 
Um, if someone's at a cafe, people, this is the truth, people want to talk to people. When you're at a cafe and you see someone else there by themselves, they might be on their phone and look like they're busy, but trust me, they're starving to have a chat to someone. They are starving. And all it takes is you to walk up to them and just start the conversation. And this is what I do, is I just talk about what I see. Walk up to someone, they're at the phone, I'm like, hey, what's up? Just thought you saw you sitting here by yourself, I'm sitting here by myself, just thought I would say hello. Um, you know, I love meeting people and kind of chatting to people and things like that. And that's it. And then you start your conversation. You know, what are you doing here? Blah, 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 blah. So the first thing is go out there and meet people and it's just strangers because it's great for your own connection. And again, you just don't know who you're meeting here. Yeah, you just don't know. You never know. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's good for other people. Yeah, I think that if you can light up someone's day, I think it just does so much for the world. Yeah, if you can, by you just having a simple conversation with a stranger, just to give them some connection, give them some love, give them some interesting conversations that maybe they don't have, speak honesty, be transparent, say things like that people aren't used to saying. Like say, for example, when you meet a stranger, what do we normally do? We're like, oh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, good. But what if you said that, oh, you know what, you know, I've, I've, I've been struggling the last couple of days and da, da 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 and just be honest with it. It's interesting the response that you'll get and it's interesting where that conversation will lead. So the second thing is giving back to people. You know, you can really change someone's day, week, month, life by just chatting to them. Because think about what it does for them. It inspires them to do the same. Maybe inspires them to be a little bit nicer to their family when they get home or say sorry to a friend or make a change in their life or their business. You just don't know what having a conversation with you can do for them just by chatting to a stranger. The third thing is obviously your business. Is you meeting the uh, people and who knows, they could, be a, they could be a client, you don't know. But probably what's more commonly going to happen is that they could point you in the right direction and connect you with the right people, which will lead to opportunities and clients and business down the track. So, all right, we're going to wrap this. But get out there, get off your bum, close the laptop screen, put the phone in your pocket, and get out there old school style, just like Mick, born in 1951. <laughs> get out there face to face, meet people. I guarantee you won't regret it. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.